Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Hellman Podcast, a.k.a. the Master Ninja Studio Podcast. I'm The Nose. And I'm Shix. And this is our very first podcast of Hellman Studios. And it's just the two of us. <laughs> yeah. But there will be more of us in the future. We'll have uh, community members join in and we'll have uh, come in as well. Uh, I'm really excited to be doing this. This is something I've been wanting to do for quite a while, ever since back to our leading entertainment days. So, yeah, it's it feels good to be back. Which, you know, brings me to uh, pri- my first question is, when did uh, when did you start making content and how exactly are you connected to uh, MN Studios? Because I know a lot of people know uh lemon from back in the day um and you go back a little bit further than lemon even so what was like when did you first start making content like with me and other parts of le slash mn studios slash the enemy slash any of the other names that we've had over the years oh man uh to really go back because i was gonna say it was with youtube but it turns out it was not just YouTube because we actually had a uh, forum, correct? Yeah, yeah, we did. We actually had um, three forums in the span of like five years, I believe. Oh, the only one I know of besides this entertainment forum. But uh, uh, back in the day, I was known as uh, the hobo. <laughs> and uh, But um, I guess I could say like if we back in our halo three days uh i met you through uh met you through uh scissor claw or now he's is zed uh and also crazy spine that we did the lineage entertainment and i would do like the uh updates uh the forum the reviews and stuff like that post stuff in the forums then we went over to uh, youtube uh we were like okay well you know let's try to uh Let's try this. Uh, let's try to do like a weekly, not weekly. I think it was a weekly review, a monthly review. I forgot the format was, but we would do a review. It'll be raw footage. I'll send it to you for editing, and I basically would do the news. Then, of course, you know, we would do uh, we would do giveaways as well. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, I think we did it uh, monthly. Yeah, I think it was pretty a sure. Yeah. One. So it was just like I don't think weekly would have been pushing it. I think the problem with doing a weekly one. Uh, problem doing weekly or daily it'll just be so slow and you just have to talk on and on a monthly will make make more sense because you can cover everything the game's coming out what your impression of this game and all that other stuff or you know uh, entertainment or you know just talking about stuff i mean it was i bet that really was something i i liked and something i was actually looking forward to but uh then i came back here yeah and, uh you know uh, i was i've actually been part of i think before it was mixed i was part of beam yeah and i didn't yep. know what beam was i guess beam was like uh, a uh, streaming platform kind of like how uh twitch is and even youtube but uh what ended up happening was uh i remember you were saying something about it but then i was like well i can't find it <laughs> and it took me forever to get my account there because of microsoft integrated everything 
even when they change, I forgot what their old email service. I mean, their old email service uh, before it turned into uh, Outlook. And uh, I had a problem getting my account back, but you know, you go through those rings and all the other stuff. And then finally, you talk to that one person that knows enough. That one person that gets everything straight for you. He's like, yeah. So we all, because I think it was my old gamer tag, the Demon Bezel. That was what the issue was. So oh, I changed wow. from the Demon Bezel to uh, Follow the Nose. Yeah, I was actually going to ask you about that. I was like, yeah, wasn't your name something Bezel before the nose or Hobo? <laughs> it was. I remember my mother had a problem with me, had a problem with it. She said, why is it, uh, because she was referenced to Beelzebub, and I forgot that's what his name was, but I was like, oh, no. And, uh, and in fact, I spelled Bezel wrong, too. Bezel has B-E-Z-E-E-L. Uh, and I had B-E-Z-E-L, but I've completely forgot about the whole devil thing. I was like, no, because Bezel came from my favorite song with uh, 8-Ball, MJG, and T.I. And it was uh, called uh, Bezel's in My Watch. All right. Yeah, okay. See, I never <laughs> actually what, knew that. That's what it came from. And then Because I remember I had Bezel back in the day when I had Xbox, the original Xbox Live. But, you know, I didn't have Live or stuff like that at the time. And and all the other stuff so then when i was trying to get the name back i didn't know what email i used because you know when you're a kid you have thousands of email addresses um because i remember i used to spell it with b three z three l yep and then like you know that name was taken and everything else like finance the demon bezel because you know that's pretty uh that's pretty intimidating <laughs> that's yeah. very intimidating I even think I got the demon from playing uh, Halo 2. That's what they reference to the Master Chief as in Halo 2. The demon. Well, okay. Uh, yeah, I yeah. never actually knew the, the reason for that name ever. Yeah. So that's the uh, that's the reason why I uh, that's the reason why I that's where the name came from. But then I just changed it to uh, change my game attack later on to follow the nose and then the nose and everything else, like, yeah, you know, because I used to be called Hobo back in the day, too. It was like, yeah, you know, sometimes things change. But uh, I was actually on Mixer for like since 2017. I think I joined uh, MN Studios back when y'all were first starting up, and that's where anybody can post everywhere. And then oh, when yeah. I found out recently, I remember I didn't have access to certain things. Like, oh, this is, I used to be access to this. But I guess when you got that structure together, you got stuff for, ad, for the admin and content creators. Uh, of course, you know, we're open up to uh, people joining, but you know, I kind of get like how the things go, so not everybody's posting stuff everywhere. Well, yeah, so, yeah, like, that, and you know, it keeps it a little more just a little more organized. Cause, like, when you yeah. open up a Discord server and you see like 50 channels right off the bat, it can be a little intimidating, but yeah, if you kind of just unlock those channels as you show interest in those channels, it's a yeah. little less. It is because most of the times I didn't know what any of this. I, th I think we had a. I know we have one channel called Star Adventures. I think we had a. I think we had a. Uh, I had a dragon one too. A dragons and Dungeons and Dragons one. And yeah. I was just looking around. I was like, where do I find all this shit at? Because even yesterday when I set up my stream, I was posting in the general chat. And then uh, one of the uh, admins said, like, no, you go here to do that. And I was like, well, if I have questions about this, oh, you click on this and that. So then I actually had to start looking for stuff like okay i find this here i find this there and this is how you post up and uh this 
then you know of course i have to apply for the podcast thing and voila here we are yeah yeah which yeah. you know we did not only did you do the updates but we also did like how many podcasts would you say we did back we used to do a lot of podcasts back in the day oh we did i remember we did a few because i know we, we uh, uh we, it was just me i know me you zed did some and then oh god i'm trying to think who else was in it oh then we if we if we were lucky enough we could get lemon in there right uh who else could we get in there uh, uh there was joker there was joker. lich there was yeah um... joker lich Ah, there was quite a few people. I think even uh, Hawks as well. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, a dude named Shirtless Kevin. Wow, <laughs> and that was legit his name. Like when you said Shirtless Kevin, I was thinking of Kevin James with his shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I don't know why. If I was like Shirtless Kevin, like that's weird. <laughs> oh man. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, we like the, the biggest one, the one that we did that I think I had the most fun with was the uh, the Game of the Year podcast. Oh, we always had fun. And I remember one thing. Uh, I think it was me and you and me and you and Zed were doing one. I remember I always had a problem breathing into my mic. And then I was <laughs> talking. And then I don't Zed want to say something. He's like, hold on, hold on. You said, hey, stop breathing. Learn to breathe in. I mean, stop breathing the mic. You're not fucking Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, fun fact: that whole uh, that thing, that whole moment, was the uh, inspiration for my Darth Vader button on my stream. Oh wow! See, I'm a part of everything. So yeah, yeah. Whenever you press the Darth Vader button, just know that's you. <laughs> and I never found a Darth Vader button. I need to find it. I want to find it myself <laughs> but uh yeah it's uh it's it's good to be back uh i know life gets it i know life gets in the uh well not life gets in the way but life happens everybody's busy doing their whole thing and once you get your focus and stuff back you can start setting up everything so yeah it's 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 good oh yeah yeah life is it, life's got a a really a really good way of pulling you from the things that you enjoy yeah <laughs> definitely and i think you know as we get older we we build somewhat of a tenacity to not let life pull us away from the things we enjoy yeah which is why we're all slowly gravitating back to doing what we were doing 10 15 years ago yeah i mean even me because dude i haven't played games in quite a while I think the last game I actually played really before I started getting back into gaming, and this is gonna sound weird. Last year, only games I really played like that were uh, God of War for the PS4, which was phenomenal. That was like, I think that was my first game I ever platinum on PS4. Boy. Yeah, I, that <laughs> game, I, I loved it. I, the, the trophies weren't hard. It wasn't anything dumb or anything. Like, I enjoyed the, I enjoyed it, and I definitely enjoyed fighting all the bosses, especially the Valkyries. Okay, like, so are you, uh, what's the next PS4 exclusive you're looking forward to? I would say Last of Us 2, but I'm absolutely terrified of 
typically I don't do well in horror games. I, I hate them. Even Halo, even the first Halo, when the flood just came out of nowhere, that was terrifying. <laughs> Halo 2, see them again, I was like, great, they're back. Halo 3, Halo 3 wasn't so bad except for just the whole entire flood level. That was ridiculous. But uh, even the RE2 remake, which I bought, and I remember I played a one-shot demo just to get myself together. I went through that whole, the first demo by myself, no damage at all. I was like, okay, cool. Second time I went through it, no, dude, I was getting the crap bunched out of me. But uh, I can say, uh, I would definitely like to see Last of Us 2, even just somebody doing a playthrough play of it, because I like watching I mean, people play games. I still think Last of Us 1 was probably one of my favorite games of all time, so. Did not finish it, because I was doing well. Up until the part where you get wait. caught and you're hung upside down. Wait, wait. Because did... I kept dying on that. Oh, yo, I know exactly what part you're talking about. Because I did too. Yeah. That uh, part was uh, very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it, it, it catches you off guard. Like, it takes you a minute. Like, it legit, you feel like you're hanging upside down. Like, you would be in real life and how hard it would be for you to shoot a gun upside down. Yeah. And like, the most crazy part about it is... You know how you're scarce on ammo and stuff? Oh, you have unlimited bullets in that sense. I was like, huh, okay. All right, fine then. But you know. But no, no, you definitely you definitely need to beat that. Oh my God, dude. Go, go beat that game. What? Get off this podcast. Go beat that game right now. Uh, I don't know. I know it's on the greatest hits list, so I'll, maybe I'll pick it up again, but I don't know. Uh, and then on top of that, last year I played Marvel Spider-Man. That's the second game I platinum great game okay wait wait why didn't you mention death stranding death stranding uh don't get me wrong i like the metal gear games it's not something i can get into i like them if it sounds weird i can see somebody playing them like that but i personally myself can't play them because i was playing phantom pain i just remember that first level i was just dragging i was like are you serious now i remember on the ps3 when uh when Zed uh, said, like, yeah, there was, like, a hour and 30-minute cutscene. I was like, are you serious? And it was unskippable. I was like, are <laughs> yeah. you serious? Yeah. And everybody was talking about it. It's like, this is some type of joke. Nope, you got to watch it. I was like, oh, hell no. Yep. But uh, there's just a lot in there. Because even when I was playing Metal Gear 5, but I was trying to do it, like, well, you know, I'm not going to obviously kill some. I'm just going to knock them out. They'll wake up later on. They'll just randomly wake up. And then everything's time, so you don't have time to, like, go out and explore. This is, like, the first mission where you got to save your buddy. But uh, I I don't know. It's like I'm happy for Death Stranding. I really am. I would like to see it play, but it's not something I'm going to personally play. But I would love to see, see a playthrough of it. Um, the game I am happy for is Outer Wilds. Oh, yo, that looks like what? Oh, Outer um, Worlds. Yeah, Outer, Outer, Worlds, Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, wanna... that kind of that kind of looks like what Fallout. New Vegas. That, that, yeah, it gives me like some huge Fallout New Vegas vibes. Yeah, I didn't like Fallout New Vegas because of all the bugs, but after you got past all the bugs, I actually appreciate it a lot more. Because my problem with Fallout 4, I love Fallout 3. I had over 700 some hours in that game. I'm just running around doing shit. Mm. Like, you know, that game was like not tiring. Fallout 4. Fallout 4. I like it, but I felt like it was missing a lot because everything could solve with either speed skills or your gun. In Fallout New Vegas, things could be figured out. Think you can you can do stuff differently. 
And then Fallout 4, they said, well, sometimes, like, you know, you're in a gunfight, like, the, the person will give up and stuff like that. And I'll be sitting up there, I was like, dude, like, you know, that's rare where somebody gets up and stuff like that. Like, you know, you have all these skills and stuff like that, but, you know, you're not, it's just missing a bunch. But Fallout New Vegas, uh, who was it, Ascidian? Did they follow uh, New Vegas? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they uh they did a really good job. Besides the bugs and the patches and stuff, I mean, for consoles that suck on the PC, you can do shit yourself. Like, you know, you can like, oh, I'm gonna fix the game myself. But uh, I actually enjoyed Fallout New Vegas. I actually did like it. I have a greater appreciation for it. And I'm happy that they're uh, coming back to do it because they're doing their own, they're doing their own thing. So, uh, I'm definitely excited for that game. Uh, I'm excited for uh, Halo, the next Halo game. Halo 5 was cool as far as the mechanics and stuff like that. To me, it felt like an improvement over uh, improvement over Halo 4. Halo 4, I loved. Uh, I don't care what anybody says. Uh, Halo 5, I just hope they just fix a bunch of things, like, you know, with the story and the campaign. I don't want them to get rid of uh, the different Spartan teams, but I wish they would include the Arbiter. Like, I don't want Agent Locke to go away because it was a nice little uh, take on him as well as the character. Because, you know, it's a big universe. That's what I looked about the Halo franchise. And I found it interesting even in Halo 2 when they put the Arbiter. Uh, in Halo 3, he was in there. See, see, I wish, like, I wish they would go back to the way, um, more like Halo 2. With story? Yeah, with the story. The story in Halo 2, to, the, to this day, is probably one of the best shooter stories ever better than reach yeah i don't know about that part buddy i mean halo 2 story was great bro no and i think that the, with the halo universe is just so big because odst was such a surprise and i loved odst i did too i loved oh, odst man. a lot of you people felt the difference when yeah. you, you felt the difference fighting enemy yeah you go up to a grunt, punch them they're not dying in one hit like, no oh shit no. You go up against a brute. Did you just hit me? And then the visor, because like thing is, though you were a human, your ODST, your thing relied on your equipment and like you avoided fights. Because remember, we didn't we didn't stay. In, I remember in that game, I avoided every fight. I was like, I'm going to sneak past these fools. Yeah, yeah, you had to, man. Like you really like, I'm not chief, man. <laughs> I'm yeah. not. I can't. I can't go in there and just one punch everybody. Yeah. Like it doesn't work like that. And I love that game, and it had. I'm happy that it's with the Master Chief Collection. Uh, even then, I would like to see like you know, another. I would like to see another spinoff Halo game as well. Like, yeah. You know, ODST was good. Yeah. Which was yeah. good. Yeah. Not really into the whole RTS thing, but you know, even Halo Wars has its fan base and stuff like that as well, because that's what Halo originally started out. But uh, but I still heard about good things about Halo, which it was cool. But you know, there could have been some improvements, but. I was hoping for a Halo Wars 3 because I would like to see a playthrough of that as well. But uh, Halo 6, I just hope that, like, you know, they fix the story, you know, bring back split screen because my son was over here. He said, oh, I have Halo. Uh, and then I got on there. I was like, huh. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. No split screen. Yeah, see, I... A lot of games yeah. are doing that. But I find that dumb because who's going to have, like, consoles are, I won't say consoles, no one had, people have money to buy one purchase. You're not going to buy a big purchase twice. 
Well, that's that's the thing. Xbox is another. That's the thing. Most people that have multiple gamers in one household do buy two. I don't know, dude. It took me forever to get a PS4. Well, I mean, well, but you're the only gamer in your household. No, my son is a gamer. Well, my nephews is over there too. But like I said, they have their own Xbox. We'll see. Uh, Yeah. But the thing is, so I guess what is kind of cool is game sharing, in a sense. If you buy it digitally, though, you see me. If you buy it digitally, uh, if you buy it digitally, uh, you could share whatever games are on there as well with the other person in the household. I can see that for that reason. Well, which I mean, I see. Like, that's. I feel like that's the direction that most uh, consoles are going to be going into. They're going to go into more of like a like a Netflix service type thing. My whole um, thing, like the Game Pass. Topic, on that thing, just hear me out. The Game Pass is cool. Like you know, I like it. Like you know, I like the fact that they put Gears Five on that as well. Shit, are you serious? This is dope. And uh, they have a rotating selection and stuff like that. But my problem with the games as a service, and what I'm feeling right now, we're getting a lot of games that are incomplete. Or the thing that I hate is, hey, it's an episodic adventure. Like, no, it's not episodic. It means you're done with this quarter of the game. We'll get the other quarter later. Like, I don't like that because I don't want to sit down and play a game and be done with a piece of the game within like in two hours. The whole well, point is for me to play. I'm I'm okay with that <clears throat> if uh, I if I don't have to pay money for each episode. You do. You remember Hitman? Well, yeah, but there's also examples of, let's say, Final Sea of Fantasy? Thieves. Sea of Thieves. What do you mean, Sea of Thieves? Sea of Thieves is just a multiplayer game. Nah, nah, nah. Like, okay, so when, when Sea of Thieves first came out, it was a very, very base game. Like, it was just, here's the first part of this game. Uh, but they've been releasing major update, major arc after major arc for, what is it now, two years? For free completely free okay. let's go to star citizen then how long has that game been in development oh God. i remember since i i graduated high school back in 2008 and i want to say star citizen was announced in 2007 or something like that but let's just say 2008 uh let's go to 11 years now and it still hasn't come out people pay for it and everything else but that game is not even yeah it's still in beta form or alpha form whatever you want to call it that game has not released yet. Yeah, see, well, there, there, there's some bad examples, too, like like that. There, there's um, Ark. Was a, if you remember Ark when it was in development, yeah. They had people buy They had people buying that in early access, and it was in early access beta for two years before it actually released. Man, no. I, I, my problem is, and I, let's go to this next the biggest bomb of this year, Anthem. Oh, God. Yeah, because when I saw that game, I was like, hmm. let's not even say EA's track record, but when I saw it, I was like, this is too good to be true. Well, yeah, yeah, one, 100%. But, I mean, I, I, was, I had hopes. When and... I saw the gameplay at E3 and stuff like that, I was like, okay, this reminds me exactly of Division. I hated Division. Division was boring. I fell asleep playing the Division. Only good part about the Division was the Dark Zone. And now I'm getting this from a Tom Clancy game. <laughs> Tom Clancy game is supposed to be intense. Like, I love the Rainbow Six series. All of them. Because, uh, prime example, things that could be good. Uh, 
like when uh, Rainbow Six uh, Siege came out, I was like, okay, this is going to be a multiplayer game. But it was actually good, though. You had different classes and everything else. Division, when your whole thing is you have this, it's a MMO shooter and stuff like that, the realism for me was gone. It was about, oh, well, it, it was basically a looter shooter. Like, oh, oh yeah. well, you got to get this, you get that. I was like, I'm shooting a guy in the head. It is a, yeah, it is a looter shooter, 100%. And I was like, you know, y'all really didn't think of things. I haven't played Division 2, but I heard some good things about it. Uh, but I just ha- kind of hate with games. Are, oh, oh, it's fine if a trend, it's fine if something comes in and make that the core of a game, and then it's something that you don't understand. That was my problem with the first Division. That, that was my problem with Division. And then with Anthem, where people are still getting out, like, oh, there's not enough to a legendary job or there was nothing there in the story people were praised the flying they said the shooting felt good but other followers content there was nothing else there so I even passed on that and that game looked the game looked amazing but I was like I'm gonna pass on it well yeah that, that's I, that's becoming a um a running trend in games is they 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 release games bare bones which which if that it, game's been in development all those years, there's no point it should be bearable state. Well, the whole reason why they do it is because, like, you know, nowadays with everybody with such good internet, and nowadays with consoles that are able to easily download updates and expansions just in the snap of the finger, like, developers are building the base of the game with the amount of developers that they need, right? Um, and then once the game's released, most of those developers move on to another game and they keep like five or 10 people on that game, continuing, continuing to build it. And that's how they cut costs. Uh, and that's, that's how they cut costs because they they can, they can release a bare bones game and release content over a short amount of time. It also... It also controls how quickly players go through their content. You but know. Check this out, though. Let's put it like this. Uh, the controversy with Fallout was, I remember I saw this myself just playing the game. Uh, I remember I saw this thing where you get like this book and you set it down. And I remember, I can't remember if it was a month later or a year later, some other stuff came out. But to me, Fallout was a complete game. It took you a while to get through the game. You, you like I was getting my money worth out of the base game. Anything else was just extra. Like so, if, but yeah. if I'm going through a game and I'm done in two hours, like you know, well I should be doing other stuff. No, there's nothing else to do there. The game is done. Oh, yeah. just go jump into multiplayer. Like, uh, you know, I'm paying for this whole package. And I do, I do feel like, I do feel like there's got to be a balance there, because like. Uh, you got to be able to get you got to be able to get a a nice initial chunk out of a game because you know Destiny is a a good example like Destiny 2 was very bare bones when it came out yeah I stopped I think I was playing with you and I was like this is boring and I was like I'm done there's like there's 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 like five to eight hours of content yep when when Destiny came out DLC when Destiny 2 first came out, that was basically all you could do. Five, five, eight hours, you were done. Period. Yep. Uh, but that being said, 
Uh, if Destiny 2, if Bungie would have released, um, if Bungie would have released all of their expansions up to Forsaken when the game came out, which is what a lot of people think they should have done when the game came out, was released everything up to Forsaken, and that would have been a full game. I agree. But that being said, do you really think as many people will be playing it right now? Uh, yeah, for me, because like the whole presentation was when Destiny 2 came out, it was praised because it approved some things, but then it was like, okay, you took step forward and you went back. You still didn't address this issue. And I'm not going to blame them because I know some of the follow-ups on EA and stuff like that. Hey, they, they ruined Death Space. That was a horror game. It was a, horror, it was a unique horror game that I like. They ruined that and stuff like that by putting in content and stuff like that. Deus Ex, uh, Mankind Divided, but we're not going to go there. Let's just focus on, uh, let's just focus on uh, Destiny. Uh, not EA, I'm sorry, Activision. Yeah, sorry, Activision. like what Activision was doing. Uh, it was like, okay, they're going to pay $60, then let them pay $20 for this next thing that comes out. And like, I know your hands are tied because you got to do contracts. You things are ex-safe as well. If you don't hit certain milestones, expectations, people's money's in and all this other stuff. But the whole thing is, though, it's not fun. It just wasn't fun for me. I couldn't get into it. Like a lot of people are like, oh, you should jump into multiplayer. I want to play the campaign. Like if I play Halo, like, oh, this is like, no, play, play all the game. I'm not playing just for uh, eight hours of this. And then the rest of my life goes to the uh, campaign. I mean, it goes to multiplayer uh, because um, I didn't get to, I didn't, I would have played the second one, but I was like, it's not worth it. It's not worth my time. Like, you know, it left that bad of an impression for me. And that's where people are at because even with like uh, jumping back to Anthem, when Anthem uh, when Anthem uh, came out, people were just playing. It was like, this sucks. This is boring. And a lot of people got their money back. So if you keep doing that with a trend, especially if you're like a publisher like Activision or EA, people are going to go like, you know what? Uh, I'm not even going to bother in this because I know a bunch of us at my job who uh, we all bought the division and then i stopped playing it eventually they stopped playing it as well well uh, yeah but i mean you, you gotta look at it like like what they're trying to do like the reason behind what they're doing the reason behind what they're doing is like you know you pay 60 dollars up front for this game we got a 20 dollar dlc coming out next whoa no because like expansion they, they, they make their money off of people that continue to play the game and consumers like especially gamers we go through shit like inhumanly fast like y you release a full game with 60 plus hours of gameplay there will be most of the gamers that will go through that in a day or two and these developers spent three plus years creating that that we went through in a day or two and there's no way that they can keep up with that pace there's no way there's no way that they can keep pumping out content fast enough for us to consume it at the rate that we want to consume shit. So the reason why they do shit like that and release things bare bones is because they got a stack of shit behind them that they're going to pump out regularly to keep people playing their games because people don't like developers don't make money off of just selling the game anymore. Like developers make money off of the shit that they sell extra after the game. Uh, example, battle pass, uh, example, cosmetics and the silver that you can buy in destiny, 
uh, you know, shit like that. That's where they make their money. Like the shit that brings players back to play every day. That's what keeps bringing people back. Hey, that, hey, hey, that's, hey. that's where they make their money. Remember uh, back in the day, though, if you want this, hey, do, uh, let's like get X, hello reach, get X amount of kills and you get the credit points to go buy this. Now it's like, hey, you know, spend uh, five bucks on this and you get it. Well, yeah, but I mean, you got to think about cosmetic much... stuff. I'm fine with <laughs> you, you got to think about how much more money it costs to make games and how like if we were going to if we were going to account for the rate um that the game should be going up in price we should be we should be playing we should be paying like $120 per video game by now like hold up check this out uh let me tell you let me just say this uh the whole problem is with now they're just after money they throw microtransaction there and then they throw all this stuff in there like so now you have things that are unbalanced and stuff like that in games like prime example star wars battlefront 2 battlefront 2 was could have been the game could have been the amazing game of that year and stuff like that the multiplayer good the shooting was good the characters were good it was it was dope you know what it ruined that like oh well, you know what let's throw in uh let's uh let's throw in these microtransactions mm-hmm because the thing is, the thing is about a gamer like that, I don't mind doing the grind. If the grind is good and stuff like that, I don't mind doing the grind. If it's cosmetics and stuff like that as well, hey, you know, you can do this to get the cosmetic or you pay for the cosmetic. You can have a gun that looks like this, you can have a gun that looks like that. Like, you know, it's cosmetic. Cosmetic's fine. I'm not I'm not a big cosmetic person, but there's a bunch of people that are. A ton of people are like, I, example, Fortnite, Oh, new season, new costumes and stuff like that. Oh, I gotta pay for it. I gotta get this. Yeah, and, but, and that's all. That. That's all of the money that they made was from that shit. Like they didn't yep. make money from anything else but that. <laughs> yep. But you see, but my example is, you see how it's like, you know, something small like that, and like, hey, well, you know, give us ten bucks every season or how much a battle pass is, and you can join this event. You can get that. Like you see how that works. You're not paying like, ooh, if you. If you pay us money, you can get this gun. This gun does a ton of damage. Like, the hell? Or, you know, you get a health boost. You get a shield boost and all this other stuff. Like, uh, this is unbalanced. That's the only thing I can say good about Fortnite in Overwatch. Uh, I don't need any other games uh, out there because I stick to what I know. Or, hell, even every now and then when I pop in and play Halo or something like that, there's nothing else that's overpowered. Well, yeah. Like, you know, everybody's on equal fields. And kind of like how you see what's going on with, uh, funny, though I don't play a sports game because, like, they just, sports games have gotten ridiculous. Uh, like with, uh, just look at, uh, 2K. When this game released, there was, a uh, apparently they somehow forgot to change the logo for 2K19 to 2K20. What everybody felt for you was copy and paste. But in that game, you gotta pay for everything. You're not just paying for cosmetics. You gotta pay for uh, player shot, boost up a player skill and stuff like that. Oh, I want him to shoot like this, look like that. Rather than like, you know, hey man, like there's enough content there. And now there's even slot machines in that game now. Wow. Everything see, costs. I haven't played a sports game in so long. I didn't know it was that bad. Yeah, it is. Even FIFA is worse. A lot of people spend more money on FIFA. On the FIFA games, 
like just for cosmetic stuff like the ultimate team mode people spend money on that shit yeah. and if you read through that shit it's ridiculous um it's 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 crazy it really is but i mean but honestly like it's our own fault i'm not part of the problem like when, I, when file three came out when file three came out they released dlc it was optional didn't change anything if halo released the map pack and stuff like that it didn't that you as the consumer so i think even back in the day don't quote me on this i think halo 2 at first they were giving out maps for free at some point and then they oh, just yeah. started charging you but then like you know five bucks okay that's not bad yeah. I get some maps and stuff like that, but now what is it? You're paying what? Twenty bucks for what? I'm paying twenty bucks for basically the same thing over and over again. Well yeah, but, but I mean, however, but... I did hear good things about the latest Destiny thing. I mean it's Bungie took his reins back up that uh this new thing is there's off Shadow Keep or whatever is actually good. But like I said, I, I heard like I heard Shadow Keep games. I heard Shadow Keep was short. See the problem there? See, that's what I'm talking about. But You're I paying mean, this money for what? Yeah, yeah. See, they got to go back to, you know, instead of purposely dragging development out to keep players engaged, uh, they need to come up with more creative ways to keep people playing their video games. Because I feel like that's, that's a big thing about Destiny. A big thing about Destiny is... The reason why they do that they drag it out they keep people playing their game that's all that is they're just they're just keep people playing that's all they're doing like if they release that any quicker people would drop off but the, they got it so perfected to where like right when the players are about to drop off and give up they announce another expansion everybody gets more hype about destiny again everybody gets back into destiny again and then they burst through that content. And then right when they're about to fall off again, they release another piece of content. Everybody's right back on it, right back nibbling all over the content that Destiny releases. Like, and because people buy that, because people come back every single time they do it, why would they stop? Man. And you Ugh. know, it goes back to the whole, you know, okay, so like, let's put it this way. Would you rather, would you rather video game, would you rather a new video game cost $120 or would you rather pay $60 for a bare bones game and then more money for whatever you want inside that game later on? Uh, okay, I get where you're going with this. The whole <laughs> thing though is just hear me out. Because I feel like the that, system that's to a, me for that's games a big for the reason. Past, this, to me, like you know, when you play Pokemon, Pokemon doesn't add anything to there. You play Mario, Mario doesn't add anything to there. Last Zelda add a we didn't change anything. So I can say this, and I'm looking at Nintendo. Their mobile shit and stuff like that, I'm not gonna count it. But Nintendo as a whole, <laughs> Nintendo shit is so good. They release enough content in there. And enough other stuff for you to do in a game that you that you like you're not gonna get bored. When's but, the last time you played? Nope. Listen, when did you when you play Mario Kart? Have you ever bought a new track? No. But that being Smash said, Brothers? that Smash being Brothers? that being said, 
uh, Nintendo's budget is way, way, way lower than other AAA titles like studios. Way. Like, Nintendo is like the magical studio that does magical things with basically no money. Um, and if you look at the amount of money that they make compared to other AAA titles, I'm listening. That's that right there says it all. Like you know, Nintendo makes great games, but Nintendo isn't going in it um, expecting to make as much money as say Bungie with Destiny Two. Like, but they make a ton of money. They don't make nearly as much as Destiny Two. All right, so look at uh, Breath of the Wild. Uh, how much money did Breath of the Wild make? Well, I can tell you right now. How much money did Breath of the Wild make? It sold 3.84 million copies. How many? 3.84 million copies. And what's that, a $60 game? Yeah. Okay, let's do the math on this. God, I hate you. And I hate the fact they didn't tell me how much money it made. Point eight four times 60. It made them $230.4 million. Okay, so here's in a comparison. Uh, Destiny 2 sold 325 million copies Co within within the first five days. You mean to tell me 300 million people bought Destiny 2? Yep, in the first five days. And yet that has... So... No, that's not possible. How many copies did Destiny 2 sell? <laughs> okay, here's another one. So, Grand Theft Auto 5 made $1 billion in three days. We don't have to talk to you. <laughs> But that's the thing, though. But think, no, no let's just take this back. And just, Destiny but, 2, no, no, Destiny 2 is on PS4 and Xbox, right? And maybe PC? Is it on PC or not? Well, it is now, but it wasn't when in the first five days. Okay, let's just say, let's just include PC on there. Just, just hear me out. Well, let, let's just not, just those two consoles. It has a broader range of things to be sold. Well, well yeah, but even if, even if you take away two-thirds. And on top of that, and on top of that, let's put it like this. Breath of the Wild also pushed more switches. Well, yeah, but even if you take away two-thirds of the games that were sold, it still outsold Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it outsold it, and it made more money than Breath of the Wild. Yeah, but that that's not because it's a better game. I don't think it is, but... It goes to show you what Nintendo's putting into their games. Like, N Nintendo isn't expecting to make 325 million copies in five days. Nintendo isn't expecting to make a billion dollars in three days. That's that's not Nintendo's goal. Nintendo wants to make fun games. 
And they do. And they Mario do. was amazing. Uh, you know, and they it kind of shows because they don't they don't put money into their development like engines. Like you can't tell me that the Breath of Wild engine cost as much money to build and put together as the Grand Theft Auto 5 engine. You just can't. Oh no. Hell no. Like they spent way more money developing the Grand Theft Auto engine than they did the Breath of Wild engine by far. They probably had hundreds of more developers on the Grand Theft Auto than they did Breath of the Wild. Which is why Nintendo is able to put out fun games consistently for cheap. Because they're they're not looking to make billions of dollars. Like, it's not a AAA Hollywood uh, dump all our money into this to see how much money we can get out of it type of situation. To me, as a gamer, I feel like at some point it's going to start hurting people in the sales. To me, it's going to start hurting companies in the sales and stuff like that because I get it. Like, you know, I don't have a problem with you adding content, but the whole thing is don't slack on the product that I paid a full $60 for and you barely did anything in it. Well, see, I think that's one thing that needs to be... I think that that is one thing that needs to be addressed is like, what do gamers expect to get for $60 nowadays? No, because to me though, if you're going to do that, I don't know they say, they, oh God, that's and how I, we got I, three different, that's why we have three different, actually you're right, because games do, they give you a chance to get, you just want to play, then you know, pay later on. Like, you know, oh, you know, you can just give us, because uh, now they got what, three, four, four different editions now, they got standard, they got deluxe, they got the ultimate, and then they got the super ultimate. Which I guarantee Literally. you, if you ask 10 people, if you ask 10 people what they expect to get out of paying $60 for a video game, you get 10 different answers. Right. Well, like I told you, I know I can go up to, I know I can go play my Halo game, my Grand Auto game, my uh, Zeldas, my... Um, my Red Dead games. I can go play my Fallout games. I can walk up to those and pay sixty dollars, and I can still, and I still will have, uh, and I will have, find my enjoyment within it. <laughs> Fallout seventy six. <laughs> uh, I'm not including that. That's an abomination. <laughs> but that's what they were trying to do with Fallout. We're putting bow right. Thing is, everybody. Hear me out about they, this. They were All trying they to follow a trend, man. They were trying to follow a trend, but the thing is, people, fans were asking for, oh man, it would be cool if we had a, uh, if Fallout would be co-op. Well, you know, let's, let's try to make that happen. Fallout 76, to me, Fallout 76 came out way too early. Mods, it came out way too early. I was like, what the hell is this? Just well, continuing with think... the Fallout thing, but then I was looking at it, I was like, oh, it's a MMO game. I think the issue that they had was they tried to make a Fallout game with co-op with the same budget that they made the other games with, which was... What? <laughs> nah, you can't do that. Nah. When, when, you, when you add an element as big as co-op, like, you need at least double the budget. You need at least double the employees. Like, that's not a small feat. You know, just like, um... Just like split screen, like a big reason why developers got away from split screen is because you don't realize it, but when you when you uh, play split screen, like the game engine has to render the game twice. 
which lowers the amount of frames per second that no, that game no, can put out. No, fuck that. I'm, where, I'm well aware of that because the Halo Master Chief uh, collection, they say, yeah, it can run at 1080p. I think now it runs at 4K. Let's say if you do split screen, then it divides the resolution. I'm completely fine with that and shit like that. I am completely fine. But the whole thing is, I'm all right. That's if that's what I have to sacrifice. Then yes, I'm completely fine with that. You know uh, what gears? You know what gears of war? The new, the all what the gears games did. If they split up split screen, fine. I get that. Don't tell me well we didn't add this in there just because like we didn't your job. No, fucker. If I want to play by myself, I play by myself. If I want to play with friends, I want to play with friends. To me, that's not a fucking excuse for you to cut split screen out. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people get mad at that. They'd be like, why isn't it 1080p 60 frames per second when it's split screen? Blah, 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 when you, blah. When you walk up in there and you tell some... Hear me hear me out. Which we like better? We're taking this feature out of the game because it's not going to run 1080p if there's players on there. And we're going to tell you the reason why. And these are the proof and everything else. Rather than like, oh, we didn't want to do it because uh, you're not going to get the full 1080p all around. Like, no, motherfucker. Well, now we're up to 4K now. You're not going to get the full 1080p or 4K now, the 60 frames per second. No, motherfucker. I'm a, okay. That's fine. But you know what? I'm going to look past that and I'm still going to have fun. I get that. I get that I'm going to have to lose some fucking frames to play with my uh, my buddy. Or sadly, who I can play with last weekend, my son, as he wants to play Halo with me. Well, yeah, yeah. But not everybody is as understanding as you. I'm no games run, hear me out no games especially on console no games run at 60 frames a second and hold up they do on pc on pc on consoles not so much maybe in this next generation yeah but right now on console no and let me tell you i don't have a fucking problem with that just hear me out. I don't have a problem with that. I'm going to lose some frames on stuff. There's a bunch of shits going on. Yeah. I can understand the dips and all the other stuff. But like I said, like, you know, now games are running in 4K now. Well, but, now about to be 8K. 8K is the next thing now. But that goes back to the development time that they want to spend on something. Because, like, that's a big reason why they get rid of all, you know, okay, okay. go back like 10 years. Uh, you remember how fighting games like the golden age of fighting games like soul Calibur 2 the that era um fighting games and Def Jam fight for new york hey let's get another def jam game we're gonna forget about the last def jam that came out but anyway well, keep going well back then like fighting games had an ample amount of modes like they slapped on a new mode every single time they released a fighting game. It was like, oh, here, here's five more modes. Oh, oh, here's five more modes. Oh, here's five more modes. But you're going into a lobby for that, though. Well, the thing is, like, the reason why they got away from that, like, okay, for example, Soul Calibur Six, uh, has, like, three modes. <laughs> you go back to Soul Calibur Two, it had, like... 12 different modes that you could play and not only that but you could customize each one of those modes to be a special mode in itself you know even dead or alive was like that like and now you have fighting games that you're lucky if they have three modes mortal kombat is a very good example of that it has the tower has the multiplayer has the story <laughs> like that's the but it, it it's like that because when you when you split up the development on all those different modes, you're not giving a much 
you're not giving as much attention to the modes that the majority of your gamers, the majority of your consumers are going to spend most of their time on. And the way developers look at that is, well, we can make, we can make the part of this game that most people care about better if we put more manpower on that and eliminate the manpower that we would need for that. Call of Duty is a good example of that. 99% of the people only played Call of Duty multiplayer, which is why they stopped yeah, working I, on the campaign. And, they and, just and completely took it out. What did they do? Make it $20 cheaper or was it still the same price? Though? Still, still the same price. Okay, now hear me out about this. And that's the case of stuff like that. They should have just took the L and was like, no. Okay, well, you know, we don't have to spend, spend all our work on the campaign now, which takes so many hours and all this stuff. Paying voice actors, all this other stuff like that. Okay, fine then. So let's just say that the game's going to sell for $50 or $40. Did they do that? No. They still paid 60 But the multiplayer was better. No, 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 no. Multiplayer can always improve stuff like that. You can't tell me just because we didn't put campaign in this. Wait, did it, wait what's this last Call of Duty, Call of Duty called? Four? And it didn't have any campaign at all, right? Black Ops just, 4? Yeah. It was just multiplayer, right? Uh, multiplayer, I believe, yeah. Oh, yeah, because I remember people getting up because they was like, oh, it's just $50 or something. Like, how the fuck did you just take this thing out? It's just a fifty-dollar game. But they did. But they did add the the you know the battle royale mode. Dude, battle royale to me is a hype thing that everybody runs with. So now we add battle royale to it. Well, to me, battle royale is is a game mode, and a lot of games are making their games around that. And I'm just like, do you a think in and out thing? Do you think, do you think Unreal Tournament, do you think Quake, do you think Halo would have been as successful if they would have just made a capture the flag mode and nothing else? No. <laughs> that's basically what Fortnite, that's basically what Apex, and that's basically what PUBG are doing. It's like, let's, but make, they don't it, have, but, let's make an but, entire game oh, around one game mode. Really? One game mode, but the thing is, though, it's fight for you to be on top like, oh now this new mode is then they're trying to throw in an apex legends or it was just a temporary thing like oh solo mode solo mode was cool i like solo battle royale no no no, no. i'm talking about apex legend when they said like, oh solo mode a lot of people was like why would you make this a temporary feature like i don't like playing with other people i like playing by myself see i i prefer i prefer playing battle royale solo and the reason why is because like when you're in a squad people can let you down well, no, but like when you're in a squad, like it's no longer, it's no longer against a hundred people. Like when you're in a squad, it's 25 versus 25. Like you're, you're no longer going against a hundred other people. You're going against 25 other teams. And that's Man. just how it is. And, and, and you don't get the same feel from it. It's like, do I want to fight 25 other teams? Uh, or, or do I want to fight 99 other people? I'd rather fight 99 other people. To, yeah, me, that, I, to me, that's the best way for Battle Royale to be played. But that's, you know, my opinion. Man, just hear me out on this. I'm just going to say this. Try to understand. I, 
I I think it's just a damn game mode. I think it's just like one. I'm pretty sure they're gonna come down to like, well, oh, we have a game that. Oh, prime example. Remember that uh, five versus one. Remember Evolve. Yeah. Remember how that concept failed. See that that was a cool game mode, but they... no, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. They constantly failed, right? Right. The game was just it was nothing else to that game but that. Now you have Dead by Daylight, but Dead by Daylight wasn't a sixty dollar game. True. Evolve wanted to be that game, and then he bought the other things like oh, I bought. But you see how I'm I'm not sure how much successful Dead by Daylight is, or how Dead by, success... Dead by Daylight's pretty successful. Dead by Daylight, then you got Friday the 13th, then you have all these other like that. That's fine, but that's just like a niche of people playing that game. Right. Which like, I, you know, in my opinion, like, that's kind of the direction that, like, horror games are going. <laughs> yeah, like, when Resident Evil 7 came out last year, holy shit. Uh... They brought that back from the brink. But, yeah, they added other shit in there, but you know that game, that game had enough content where like you know DLC make you or break it get the other. Game. But I feel like those games, those games would have been a lot better if they would have had more modes to them. But the thing is, it was just a single player game. There was nothing else to it. It was a full complete experience, and you got your money's out. This this last Resident Evil that came out, Resident Evil Two remake, fucking amazing. Oh, it was. Oh my god. They didn't add anything else in there other than costume stuff like that. Cosmetic shit, of course. That was a great game. But... I didn't finish it. I was I got terrified. But that being said, like... How many people are still playing that game? Still playing it? I'm, it's still being speedrun. People like watching that game being speedrun. I mean, outside of, you know, basically... Or obviously, doesn't like, matter. Enthusiasts. Doesn't matter. They got their damn money. They're done. Well, you yeah. Got Sixty dollars. That's it. On to the next project. Well, yeah, but nah, nah. But now Resident Evil. But but now look, Resident Evil's hopping into the uh, into the uh, horror game. The horror. Uh, I don't even know what to call it. The, the, the horror survival game. The four v one. Four v one. Yeah. The four v one game now. Uh, or the, yeah, the, the 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 nemesis game mode, or the uh, you know whatever you want to call it, yeah, whatever, whatever it's called. Um, but yeah, no, it is. It really is jumping into that because they made a lot more money than Resident Evil Two, even though Resident Evil Two was a much better game in my opinion. Uh, it was a solid game, a great, probably one of the best remakes I've ever played. It was a great game. I loved it. Yep. Resident, Resident Evil 2, the original, was my favorite Resident Evil. Uh, right up there with Resident Evil 4. I, I don't know. They're right there next to each other. Uh, but anyway, yeah. like, But they saw. They looked at the numbers. And when you look at the numbers and you see Dying Light made $100 million. I'm just throwing a random number out there. Okay. Uh, made $100 million more than Resident Evil 2. What are they going to do? Like, not not try to get a piece of that? I mean, they're no, all. I'm, I'm 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 pretty. I'm dying light or dead by or dead by daylight. Uh, dead by daylight. Okay, okay. No, I got you. I got you. But uh, even with the thing with the open world games too, as well. Everybody was jumping in, but then like, 
their work was empty for both games. You know, it's it's kind of sad that games are going in that direction. Yeah, um, but the thing is, I don't need an open world game. Like well, like they were like when they were like when they were toting around death of single player games. Like you know, single player games aren't going to last anymore because everybody just wants multiplayer. Okay, but let's just take it like this. Let's just take Nintendo out of the equation. Let's just put up Sony and Microsoft. Sony, they're not known for multiplayer. Xbox yo. is. Yo. Sony is known for its single player experiences. And I'm just going to say this. Horizon Zero Dawn, amazing. Amazing. Spider-Man. Amazing. Amazing. Yes. They have a strong they have a strong catalog of single player. Their own under their own studio being developed by them they have their own they have their own thing what is like well our strength is single yo, player games yo and don't forget detroit becoming human see i'll, I'll say this oh nope. my i don't like games like that just like the walking dead game and stuff like story story yo. driven games or whatever the fuck you want to call them yo um that's not my type of thing i yo. will watch it but i'm not gonna play it but like i said i didn't watch detroit becoming human i didn't see until dawn the first one amazing Yo, Detroit Becoming Human is like one of the best. I don't, I, I don't know how to explain it. Better than The Walking Dead. Yes, by far. Season one, Walking Dead. Season one of the wa- Telltale's The Walking Dead. Yeah, by far. Okay, well, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna. Die. I would like to see a playthrough of that game. Uh, but, uh, it's very, it's very uh, immersive. Like it, you can't really, you can't really define it as a video game because I mean it's. It's kind of like a visual novel more than it is a video game. Uh, but it's a visual novel and with very, very realistic graphics. Like, No, I've seen it. It's a beautiful, it was a beautiful game. That's uh, like even when they were doing... Uh, one thing I liked about what Sony did it was they said, we're going to stop doing these cinematic cutscenes because after you get out those cutscenes, you come back to the game, it doesn't look like it. So when they did God of War 3, they said the cutscenes look slightly better than the gameplay, but the transition is so smooth. Even with this God of, the last God of War game, they kept that thing kept going and stuff. Yeah, which I, which I like that. I like that. Yeah, and then that's why I even like about what Red Dead's doing and stuff like that. I think a bunch of people started picking up after that. Just what that one little thing that Sony did. Stuff like that is like, you know, was shared, like a shared idea where everybody goes like, well, you know what? That isn't bad. Why spend all our money on this? How, uh, prime example. The game I think of the most, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog for uh, the Dreamcast. Sonic Adventure for the Dreamcast. Just, just that game. Let's just focus on that game. Like the cinematics did not add up with the gameplay. I mean, did not add up with the in-game graphics. Oh, not at all. Like, like uh, Halo uh, Five was doing the same thing with the uh, was basically doing the same thing with the. What Sony was doing with their games now. I like that new standard. Like, you know, we're not going to spend all our money in these cutscenes and then have the game. I mean, they have the gameplay. That kind of takes you out of it. Back in the day, for a graphical standpoint, that's good. But then, guess, when you go back to gameplay, that's not what you had. Because when I saw Final Fantasy for the first time, I was like, oh, man, you're going to be doing this. Then we look at the game like, nah. Well, see, back in the day, back in the day, that was kind of like a reward. No, no, yeah. I'm talking about how things change and stuff like that. Just, you know, things, yeah. things change. They do, and I think that's one of the reasons why... Well, I guess, you know, Final Fantasy kind of got the point with 15, finally. They did, they, uh, did, 
they went away from the uh, cinematic cutscenes. They had a couple, but not nearly as many as they had in 13. Man, I, uh, yeah, yeah, because, like, yeah, like I said, like, you just notice now you don't see cutscenes. I mean, you see them, but you don't see them taking you. The gameplay and the cutscenes match each other. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah, and I think that they they went in the right direction there. Um, what about like um, like crossplay? Um, I know some I... ga- some games some games do benefit from it. I I would say I would say all multiplayer games benefit from crossplay. Um, yeah. but that being said, um. The more crossplay we see, the less of a reason there's gonna be for different consoles. You're like, you you can already get an Xbox controller to work on your PS4. You can already get a PS4 controller that works on your Xbox. You can you can easily get your PS4 or Xbox controller to work on your Switch. So saying that you like a controller better than the other is no longer an issue um so really the only thing that is keeping people stuck to certain consoles is uh brand loyalty uh which is just an illusion yeah i got over it i think we got over that that was basically like you know your younger gamer days oh ps4 xbox nintendo everybody had respect for like we love you nintendo you're just so great you're like the best friend you're like the you're like the best friend of everybody yeah. You're like the cool kid in high school that's just cool with everybody. Everybody loves you. But uh I say uh this like crossplay and you know like those free to play games, like even when you jump down to Destiny and all the others like games that are like on multiple platforms, I don't see a problem with crossplay. The only thing I can see with PS PC though is like I see players and I'm just gonna say this, there are masters that are getting headshots. I mean, I don't know how, but damn it, they are. But uh, well, but you know, even, it's just, even with the balance and stuff like that as well. Um, the the main thing with PC and the gap is a little bit shorter than it used to be, but the, the PC is always gonna have better accessories. Period. Like yeah, I know. I PC, can't play with PC. A, uh, I try playing with a mouse and keyboard when we're doing T4. It's like I can't do this. I need a controller in my hand. PC <laughs> accessories are just they have like 20 years on console accessories. Like the, they're not gonna catch up. Like there's there's mouse or mice out there that you can on command change the sensitivity of your mouse by pressing a button and releasing it. Uh, so when you press the button, it'll lower your DPI, which lowers your sensitivity. So like if you press this button and you zoom in to snipe somebody, you can make it super like unsensitive or whatever. And then release the button and you can go back to the, the whole like 12 sensitivity spin on a freaking twitch uh, speed that you need to be when you're moving. So when you have that kind of functionality on a PC, you can get headshots and uh maneuver around people using two analog sticks to do to do do the same thing like (laughs) no there's no uh no competition um that being said you know there is they're kind of 
they're they're closing on the on that gap a little bit with controllers because now you got you got the elite controllers you got the pro controllers and uh stuff like that that have the extra buttons and uh stuff that you can hotkey that do make things pretty pretty close um but you know i'm gonna say this and i agree with you on everything like that because like i like the fact because like i didn't know that you had your uh, ps4 controller you say you had your ps4 controller, uh, PS4 controller playing off your switch yeah 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 i could that i could to me was dope but me, remember you couldn't do that all those years ago because everything was patent and stuff like that well yeah i mean yeah like even with uh even if you were like oh i like this xbox controller but thing is it's, it's a third party so it's wired but then on with uh even like the xbox controller everybody like you know loves and stuff like that like i feel like sony just keeping their controller period nintendo always changes their controller not a bad thing you can get into it too as well but uh i just like the idea like you know now we can make something like people like the xbox controller but let's make one that uh for the let's make uh take that model for the ps4 and stuff like that um i think it's and even on your pc now you can't you take your uh ps4 controller and play on your pc as well yeah yeah you can yeah I, like you know it, to me it was all about time but now even this year i saw microsoft and sony uh partnering together for the sake of gaming as, as a whole even microsoft partnering with nintendo uh i guess what's what's uh microsoft doing with nintendo to help their uh develop their uh online service or something like that yeah yeah i think yeah they're they're helping them with their their voiceover yeah because i i'll say this my thing with nintendo the nintendo wii was a great console the the nintendo wii was a great console then you know we got the wii u everybody thought it was gonna be for retro but then one thing is like oh cool still needs to be in vicinity of the console to work and somebody goes well that fucking sucks you like you take a step forward you take a step back but then they came out with backwards compatibility on that thing you can play all your old you can you can buy your uh you can buy uh games for the snes nes uh certain other titles too you can play on the uh wii i mean the wii was like oh that's amazing then you get to the switch none of that crosses over we don't have backwards compatibility nope but now but now they threw the nes classics on there i mean the nintendo system i'm waiting to say they'll throw the uh the snes classic on there as well but the thing is like who the hell needs to use an app who wants to use an app to uh work their game chat and to me i don't even know how to work it why not built in that thing to me they well you gotta think uh you gotta think of it from nintendo's perspective um, no, they make this mistake every time they. Make well, yeah, time. well, yeah, they do make this mistake friend every code. time. But use damn friend code. But majority of their consumers are from Japan, and how many people in Japan do not have a cell phone? Dude, how many people? This does does in Japan also have? Don't they buy the PlayStation consoles? Well, yeah, but that's not where. Oh majority... no, no, no! Let me finish. Don't let me finish. Don't don't they play on PC as well? Yes. Don't they have Don't they have headsets as well? They're not talking through their phones. Uh, they're not real big on headsets. I'm pretty sure they're communicating some way. But anyway, like I was saying, a headset to talk. You know, you're gonna need that. 
Who the hell wants to take out their phone and stuff like that? Hook it up. Oh, my phone. I ain't. Uh, let me go throw the charger in there. Uh, well, I think like majority of them probably have like a Bluetooth headset that's connected to their phone, and then they just pull up the Nintendo app and talk to their Bluetooth headset. I like how you're defending this. I really do. It's like literally, I'm trying to do an execution, and then you're up here, <laughs> and you're up here trying to defend this motherfucker. No, let the axe fall. <laughs> well, no, man, because like you know, you got to see it from two points of views. Like, um, dude, listen the, to me. Like nine. DC like, has it. No, no, stop talking. I'm about to take over. No, nah, man. DC has it. PS4 has it. Xbox has it. Nintendo. Well, yeah, but that Nintendo is always trying to think like ten years into the future too. Like, they they probably thought when they're developing the Switch that headsets were gonna go out of style and nobody was gonna use them anymore. Motherfucker, no. <laughs> people have blue. People have all right. Even if it did, people have Bluetooth headsets. People have blue. I thought Bluetooth was gonna die and shit like that because walking down the street with a damn earpiece in your ear like a fucking douchebag. To me, you're still a fucking douchebag. It's to me, it's. Like the damn next tail chirp thing when everybody like, like motherfuckers will get a walkie talkie. Yeah, you just like yeah, you just look like a freaking uh undercover FBI agent. Yeah, and to me when I have a Bluetooth in, which is still hard for me to have one, I, I feel like a douchebag. Like oh, I'm better than you because I have I don't know why I feel that way. I was like I'm, I look like don't I? Yeah, I felt the same way. I never could uh do the whole Bluetooth thing. And I spent all that money on that damn Bluetooth not to and not to use it oh i'm just gonna use it while i'm driving in the car but i felt perfectly fine wearing you know wired earphones i mean yeah because the whole thing is though i think with the point of where you wear something wired it's like the fact is i'm not depending on a battery but you didn't feel like a douche i mean yeah i'm playing on my console and stuff like that like you know now if my head if my, if my headset have rechargeable batteries like i can just pop batteries in doop doop not a problem but could you imagine like you know your headset you gotta stick it in and charge it me having a wire headphone i'm just gonna plug it into the, my damn controller one battery i have to worry about one one battery i have to worry about so what's your thoughts on like streaming like the, the streaming video games Dude, I actually love it, and I because have I you, remember, have you tried any of them? Have I tried streaming? Like, no. Have you tried streaming, uh, like Stadia? Have you tried Stadia or anything like that? Uh, I'll be honest with you, no. Because I um have you? Yeah, I had the opportunity to try Stadia back when it was in beta test. Yeah, how um, was it? I played uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I was actually. I was skeptical, man. I was like, you know what? I've streamed my games from my PS4 to my computer, and I've noticed some latency from my controller inputs, and I'm not so sure about this. If it's coming directly through my internet, like... But, honestly, I hadn't... I forgot. I forgot that I was streaming it. I thought I had the game installed on my console or my computer. That's how so good it was. Yeah, but uh, the thing is, but that being said, I have ridiculously fast internet. You got fiber? Yeah. Yeah, I I can't wait to get AT and T fiber back once my 
current internet contract is over with. But uh, I'll say this though. Remember, let's just, just hear me out about this. The problem with that now is, is it going to be? But not everybody has fast internet. Let's just say that. Not everybody can afford fast internet. I'm not trying to sound funny or anything. This is this is it's just the reality of it. Well, yeah, and you know you can't get fast internet everywhere either. So so let's just say this. Like you know how certain people can't afford phones, whatever. Some people don't want to can't afford a phone bill, so they just get a prepaid phone. Prepaid phone, you just pay if you want to talk this much a month. The pros to it, I'm not looking at the contract. The cons to it, if my if I if that time of the month comes and then I don't pay my bill, my phone gets cut off. I can't make any arrangements. If my phone breaks and stuff like that, I have to go out and buy a phone myself. With the contract and stuff like that, with the cell phone, you if that phone's broken, you can get it replaced. If you're running behind on your bill, you can work something out. Problem with with me and I see Stadia as that thing. Like you, if you have fast internet, great. If you don't, how's that really gonna affect you? Well, I and think on top of the, that, it's in beta, so it's not a lot of people on it. But what well, it, it's, it's not stress. It's not in beta anymore. But um, I think what they're doing is like if you have slow internet, it just down downgrades the resolution and the quality. Yeah, but who wants to do that? Um. So. But like I said, we don't know about technologies. Technology might get better. Who but knows? but but it is still like uh for example you know like if you buy a stadia i do believe it's gonna become it's like two two hundred dollars maybe three hundred dollars at the most um uh, yeah for everything i think i'm I pretty sure did, i thought you did the founder's edition you just pay 130 or one it, it might like yeah it might be under 200 dollars. i'm pretty sure it is so it's stupid it's stupid cheap it's stupid cheap and you can play all the games that anybody can play on a ps4 uh xbox one um or any of the future consoles no, no, no. Let's, let's be clear like certain publishers that's the reason why not so let's say for instance you're not gonna be playing god of war oh yeah i mean you're not gonna be playing exclusives obviously yeah. uh but you'll be able to play current gen games for 150 bucks and then um you don't have to pay like a monthly subscription um here let me just look it up real quick hold on hold on hold on hold on me to tell me i just console and i can play any publisher's game without paying a dime well no 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 you do have to pay a subscription uh after a minute so temporarily but um, this is the problem though everybody has their own thing ea has origin playstation has what's what's it called the experience well yeah because I, I mean the uh xbox is coming out with their streaming service they have one. No, no, I'm talking about their uh, games and service. No, it's called the. Uh, oh, it's called Game Pass. Everybody has their own thing right now. So why do why? Most I can say is what's going to make. I don't know. It's a new cover of the thing, but what makes your thing so special that I can play? Yes, your hardware is cheaper and stuff like that. But I need so if the internet goes out, I can't play that game on streaming. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to play. Which it. happens? Which happens frequently? Remember when Gears Five came out and they were having a major issue? Then there's another thing, DOS. And that thing is just for streaming. Just for streaming games. Okay, so here's how much it'll cost. Um, so it'll be. 
$10 a month for full 4K HDR streaming. Uh, of course, you got to buy the games. So you pay $6 for the games. Sixty uh, or six dollars. Sixty. You pay $60 for the games and then $10 a month you can stream those games at full 4K HDR streaming as long as your internet can handle it. Uh, my internet could stream games at 4K HDR. Right. Go on. Um, let's see how much the... Uh, how much the actual piece costs though. I think if you bought it early, the Founders Edition was only like one, so the console might be slightly. Founders Edition pre-order. Hundred and twenty-nine dollars. Yeah, that was right. How much is it? Period. Uh, hundred twenty-nine dollars, and I, if I remember right. Um, that includes like a month, a month free or not a month free, but a month of subscription when you buy it for 130. Yep. Which I mean, isn't bad. Like going forward, going forward, I'd be tempted, um, to buy a stadia first for the next generation um and then wait for more exclusives to come out for say the ps4 and then wait and see if there's any exclusives i care about for the xbox uh and so on and so forth and just uh keep my stadia as my main console but also words. also i mean i have my pc so What's the likelihood of the Stadia having games that my PC doesn't? Hmm. And if I'm already going to have a computer that can play those games anyway. But, I mean, if you're not a, a, a computer gamer, then the Stadia would probably be a very good investment. For console gamers, like, if I was a straight console gamer, I would Sounds get like the... the <laughs> I, I, if I was a straight console gamer, I would straight just get a streaming service first. But hear me out, though. This is the one thing I have. If I down, the thing is, that has no storage. So I'm depending on streaming. So if anything goes wrong, if I can't pay my internet, I have a $130 piece of, I have a $130 equipment that I'm not using. My $60 games I pay on there are locked behind the internet. And then that ten dollars I pay for this entire month is I can't don't have access to. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. In the past, in the past fifteen plus years, I don't remember me not having internet longer than a day. I remember there have been gaps in my internet service. Not currently on my own. Or when I was a kid, yes. As an adult, things get different. But the thing is, life happens and stuff like that. And on top of that, let's just say this: your internet service starts to suck or your internet gets higher because it's like dude i'm paying for the highest speed of my internet it's not even fiber internet it's not at&t by the way and my shit goes out or my shit just for internet what i'm paying i pay 96 dollars 90 dollars i'm sorry i paid 90 dollars just for the highest 
Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that is an issue. Like, if you aren't going to have internet, you basically can't play any of the games that you have. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, that being said, it's like. Or what happens when or what happens when it releases and how's the servers? Well, Google does have large servers. So I don't think that's going to be an issue. I mean, you know, everything on the internet is on a Google server. Not everything, but most things. <laughs> yeah, but my whole thing is you gotta look at everything that end like you 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 have a you just have this thing that construed I guess I don't know this is just my opinion this is just my opinion maybe they actually have this shit figured out. I don't know the whole thing is it's depending on you yeah but really well, well yeah it is uh, for me though that's not an issue because I will never not have good internet. And if I don't have good internet, I don't yeah, need to be nothing. like, I don't need to be spending time on video games or spending money on video games. I need to be spending money and time on figuring my shit out so I can have internet. <laughs> it, that's the way I look at it. If I don't have internet, there's something seriously wrong with my life at that moment. Man. Because, it, uh, but, I, I, but I, I, I'm weird. Internet is priority one. Everything about my life is surrounded by internet. Like, I write, I put it on the internet. I do podcasts, I put it on the internet. I live stream video games, I put it on the internet. I have an online community that is on the internet. You go to the bathroom, you put it on the internet. I mean, I could. I'd probably make some money. You know what? Sadly, there is. <laughs> Yeah, let's not go there. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, it just depends on how deeply you are rooted into. Cause like to me, internet is my the most important utility that I uh, utility bill that I have. Internet. Boy, I I would have my I would lose my power before I would my internet. Even though that doesn't make sense because I wouldn't have my internet if I lost my power. <laughs> but that's that's where I hold internet. Not everybody's like that though. So the likelihood of me not having internet is not really an issue. Uh, yeah, I get what you're saying, but like I said, but you have other life experiences and stuff like that. And let's just say this: your cell phone, on your cell phone, you know that you can still watch movies and shit on there. On your, like at the end of the day. Like, you know, if anything goes wrong, like, you still have other things because I guess I'm looking at it as more of a and budget and all that other stuff because if it came down to it, if I had my lights and wires and get cut off and like, okay, I'm going to have to go off the internet for a couple months, then I have to do that. But that's just personal things. But who, I don't know. Like I said, I haven't had any gaps in my internet as well, but I have had an issue. I have problems where, uh, my internet has been down for hours. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I haven't. Well, not in a very, very, very long time. Yeah, but no, I do. I do see your point because like. But I mean, at the end of the day, you're only paying. Ten dollars a month. And would you say the same thing about Netflix? Yo, when I don't have internet, I can't watch any of my TV shows. Oh, uh, no, because you know what? I watch it on my phone. 
Well, see, that's the thing. Is like with some of these streaming services, you're going to be able to stream your video games to your phone. I did see that. I, yeah, I did see that. Because I didn't think... Uh, uh, I think even... Uh, what's that thing called? Oh, damn it. It was on the tip of my tongue. Oh, even Microsoft was showing that off like last year or e3 mm-hmm. yeah, oh, you yeah. phone. then they were showing like controllers i mean how to get to your, your ps4 and your uh, xbox controller to your phone mm-hmm. i was like man imagine the pain that's going to uh, be on your battery i don't <laughs> think i don't think it would really it'd be it'd be the same as watching netflix streaming a game yeah honestly it'd be the same as streaming netflix man I mean, and, you know, you know, I'd say even two years ago, it probably wouldn't have been possible. But with the cell phone Internet as it is nowadays, like you could you could easily stream 1080p. I I don't think you could stream 4K on your phone. Not that you need to anyway, because I don't think any phone has a 4K display. But yeah, unless you get that two thousand dollar boy. But, you know, (laughs) it's not worth it. (laughs) <laughs> nah, <laughs> just buy a five hundred dollar four K TV. Yeah, and then get a mini HD uh, USB C adapter. Damn <laughs> yeah, man, be looking around like, what the hell is this shit at? But yeah, no, nah, like, I don't know. I I think it's um. It's a good place to go, but a lot of people are not gonna like it because you know the people that still care about physical games. Uh, but I'm a little jaded on that. Like, I don't even care about backwards compatibility. I know we were talking about this earlier, and I, I was going to touch on this, but I forgot. Uh, I don't really care about backwards compatibility. Like, to be honest with you, I don't even remember the games that I played last year. Like, and I don't really have any urge to go back and play any of those games that I was playing last year either. I play a game and I move on, but that's that's the kind of gamer I am and not everybody is that kind of gamer I get that um and I kind of I feel like maybe that's a majority and maybe that's why that's why consoles are going away from backwards compatibilities because people are caring less and less about backwards compatibility I can say this though I agree with you um I agree with you because there's a bunch of games. Hell, even Kingdom Hearts, a game that I've been, uh, a game I've been waiting for for forever, and I didn't even go back and play it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I, I loved Kingdom Hearts three, man. That game was amazing. I might go back and play it again one day, Dude, but that's but I have that's... had that game for months, and I didn't even go back to play. It. I've been waiting for this game, and the whole thing is though, I think what it is now. And this goes back to how games are coming out unfinished. There's just so many games releasing, and then you're playing. It's like, no, it's not fucking done. Well, yeah, yeah. We'll see. That's that's a big issue. Or There's some a... games. I'm not even gonna be funny. Red Dead Redemption to me too was intimidating. Well, yeah, because we're so used to these bite-sized games. You get like you get a steak stuffed in your face with a side of potatoes and green beans and broccoli. You're like, what the hell do I do with all this shit? You know, because you're used to just like one chicken wing and maybe a corn on the cob like that's all you're used to getting so when you get a freaking <laughs> a full plate full you're like what the hell yeah and all, 
it is. It's, it's, it's just so much. You're like, like, oh my god. And then when you look at it, then you, like, damn, I got to do all this shit. And then you look at the missions, like, god damn. Yeah, that's how Witcher was too. Like, I remember the first time I played Witcher three, I was like, bro, I spent thirty hours and I'm not even out of the first freaking part yet. What the hell? <laughs> Yeah, it was so intimidating, man, because you're like, yo, I just got out of the prologue, and I'm 30 hours into the game. How much more time do I need to play this? You know, not that you weren't enjoying the game. It was just by that time, you're used to being at the credits. There's, there's, there's a dog in my yard barking. This is not my dog. <laughs> He is now, man. Dude, I've called Animal Control. This dog has been in my backyard for over a freaking month. I mean, hey, it's free security, right? No, this dog, this dog bought another dog that was in my garage. Oh, let me tell you the story that I'm gonna, that I'm gonna, we're gonna get on this. No, no, let's stay on the topic. We'll finish this in random combos. But anyway, uh, what I was saying, what uh, Red Dead was just so big it was just intimidating it was a great game though a really good game like you know even down to the little details and stuff like that like i love that game uh the thing is there's just a lot to do like hey man make sure you eat make sure you sleep make sure you clean your horse make sure you repair your guns make sure you clean your guns make sure you, it was just so much in games because like you know as they're evolving stuff like that artists like i mean game developers will go like man you know, like, you know, it's cool that, you know, we made this game, but do you, we need to make sure that they really care about it. Right. I mean, like, you know, you, like, you know, we took so much care of this product. We want you to care for it too. When they put that passion there, it's for you. Like, man, this is a lot, man, this is a lot. I mean, good God. Cause then like, you know, you have to do certain things with your uh, companions in the game. Uh, like, you know, random things will pop up. You'll be doing a mission. Like, you know, you're trying to take care of, then they have those challenges there because like it's like they took from grand theft auto like the little challenges for each uh story mission yeah and then they added into this game and they like man i mean well let me try to do this better but uh another thing though like that game had no fast travel it didn't even explain fast travel in it yeah, only time you need fast travel if if you to the train station you got a cab uh you were at the main base then you got when you're at your camp, you go look at the map, but you can never fast travel back to your camp. But the thing is, you will always have to ride, and there'll be long horse rides. <laughs> <laughs> Which it's funny you bring that up because, like, I was watching um, on our uh, one of our old videos that we made, and it was me, Crazy Spawn, and Zid, and we were talking about Red Dead One, and um, one of the complaints. Um, that we all had about that game. We was like, it's a great game. Great game. Uh, but it was too big. <laughs> and it, it, it took so long to travel everywhere. That was our only complaint. Dude, I remember Elder Scrolls. I didn't get to play Oblivion. Uh, I didn't get into Oblivion. Because even though I played Skyrim, I was like, well, let me try Oblivion. They told me it was Oblivion or Morrowind that did not have fast travel. And they said you walked everywhere. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. You did. <laughs> but you know, they said, uh, I feel like that. And this guy's like, God damn, even so, if I got a horse, I don't feel like doing all this extra shit. This is fast travel. I visited this place. 
But you know, um, you know that being said, like there's there's a beauty in it too, because like when you travel, uh, when when it, when you're playing a game with that much content stuffed in it, uh, if you could fast travel, imagine how much of that content you would have never discovered. Motherfucker, I get it, I understand that, but after a while, just hear me out. You'll be doing some <laughs> random mission. You have some random encounters, and I love Red Dead. Don't get me wrong; it's a great game. It's a beautiful game. It deserves is it deserved the score I got. But motherfucker, don't random events don't mean shit. Cause I got how they did it. Every time after a mission, or if you're going to a mission, a random event will occur. And there's nothing special about it. It's not that damn deep. I can miss out all those fucking blimps. Well, you know, it's not only that, but like. A lot of people like you know. Did you know you could like put your you could put it into like um the cinematic camera, cinematic camera, and just kind of sit back and chill and watch your your yeah. Horse but let me tell you this. But the but the thing is, as soon as I hear a gunshot or someone shooting at me or help help, I'm gonna break out the cinematic camera. No, bitch, I want to fucking fast travel. I've seen the same every time I'm in a certain area, passing the same thing, passing the same spot, or going to a different place. A place I'm only gonna visit once. I'm never gonna go up again. You know how many times I've been in the mountains? Twice. Then that was for me to go collect a fucking bounty. Oh shit. Other than that, I, it's in the city. It's in the town. It's, no, I'm tired of this. You could just add fast travel to Red Dead Two. Add fast travel to Red Dead Two. Problem solved. Anywhere. I, I don't want to fucking ride a horse anymore. I'm tired. Well, I mean, yeah, I get, I get your your point. I do agree mostly. Um, mostly. Well, the thing, well, the thing you is, imagine walking around everywhere in Fallout. Well, well, here's the difference. Here's the difference. I stream, and when I played Red Dead, I streamed. So, when I was traveling, I, I was not paying attention to the game. I was talking to the chat. Uh, we were sitting back having a conversation while watching my horse go through the scenery and the. The plains and the mountains and alongside the river with the train in the background and uh, like it was kind of like background noise to my stream and my chat for me it was it was a different experience however if I was playing that by myself chilling in my living room yeah that shit would get tedious and old real quick oh my god dude but the dogs to shut up I have no idea why it's over here but has Rockstar ever had quick travel in any of their games ever no, but the whole thing is with great. There's a difference between horse speed and car speed. Yeah, yeah, and the Red Dead worlds are much bigger than the Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, worlds. but thing is, <laughs> hear me out. Red Dead Two is bigger, but if you compare it to GTA Five, there's not really there. In GTA Five, I say you have. There's more stuff you can do. There's a lot more. You have a lot more encounters to do. Versus it being a big game, because a lot of problems with a big game, yeah, it looks nice. I get ready to this. They made that big environment nice and beautiful. But other than that, there's really not a lot going on in it. If that kind of makes sense. Well, yeah, I mean, it makes sense for that time timeline, too. Like, yeah, yeah, I get it and stuff like that. But, yeah, it's big. It's beautiful. I like seeing it. The During nighttime, I love the game even better. They did a great job on the sky. Oh, yeah, like, for Especially sure. when I saw it in 4K, I was like, man actually really dope you're like yeah. yeah i was so i just sat down and just looked at the sky and shit like that but other than that like you know there's not a lot for me to do in there i mean grand theft auto you know it had the online thing red dead is online is i guess it's still trying to find its way but like i said 
like you know, I give it to Rockstar. They took their time, that game. They you paid a good value for that game. You paid a good full price for that game, and you got what you you were getting your money's worth out of it. So online thing was just thrown there as a bonus. I get it. They're still working on it. I'm fine with that. I'm completely fine with that because I know Undead Nightmares coming out. I'm gonna kill this dog, not kill it. I'm. All right, well, yo. To get this dog. Before we before we do our whole closing spill, tell me the story behind the dog, dude. So. I went to West Memphis over a month ago now. I want to say this is probably like my second month or my, or let's say a month and a half. Uh, my mother called me and told me like, hey, there's a dog on your back porch. I was like, she's like, I didn't know you had a dog. I was like, I don't have a dog. They whether well, the previous owners are like, no, they house for years. Like, no, there's no dog, period. So my mother, uh, so uh, I come home and I see this dog. I open up my back window, like I was about to go on my porch, and then you know this fucking dog thing. I was like, oh great, there's a dog here. So I called the mayor's action office. I called animal control, and they came out. I mean, apparently they came out. I look outside, the dog is still there. I'm like, well, the dog's here. Then they were like, well, they said it and say, I was like, because the dog was on the back porch. I specifically said the dog was on the back porch. I gave you descriptions of the dog. Yeah, the dog was not violent or anything else like that. Uh, we do it again. The lady comes. I mean, apparently Animal Control comes while I'm here. Uh, apparently she's sneaking up on a dog, but then someone buzzed on the radio. Then you just hear the dog barking, barking, barking. The dog runs off. So I go outside and I ask her, because I didn't know she got the dog yet. And then she tells me, like, no, her radio went off and the dog went away. And so then I asked her, well, is there, like, a direct line I can call? And she's like, well, no. Uh, you know, you can only call the marriage action office. So I've called up there so many times, they just recognize my number now when it pops up. And then finally somebody gave me the number, so I called about it. And I got the number and everything else. Nothing. Dude... I pull up to my house one day and my garage door is open and I see a black and white dog sitting on it. This is different from the other dog. I was like, what the heck? So then I'm like, hey, get, like move, get out. And then the dog starts barking at me, ears back and everything. And I was like, this dog is trying to kill me. I'm like, this dog was like, you know, going to attack me. So I back my car in the garage to scare the dog off. And then the dog is on my front porch. And I got so frustrated and mad, the brown dog, I was telling it, move, get out, get out, get out. And now these base the black dog is not there anymore. I don't know what happened to the dog. Uh, but I'm trying to get this dog out and it's still here. <laughs> the dog will not leave. Yo, it just wants to be your friend, man. I have not fed this dog. If anybody else is saying anything on this podcast, I have done nothing. I'm tired of this dog. It just wants to be your friend. Yo, it's destiny, no. bro. No, 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 no. The dog needs to go somewhere else. I'm not gonna take care of this animal. It just, I don't it just, want a dog right now. It just I don't need a, a dog. It just wants a hug, man. Do you want a dog? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, how about bring it over to your house? Uh, nah, I'm good. Yeah, man, why not? Man's best friend. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> no, bro. I don't know. That's weird. I've never had a dog just squat on my house like that. It's, it's squatting. That's the problem. It's squatting. <laughs> I've never had doing, that issue. My uncle had a cat 
I've had cats do that. Rest in peace, Scratch. But you know what the cat was doing? The cat was getting rid of the mice. Yeah, yeah. See, cat, I didn't My mind. My uncle took that cat to the vet and everything. That cat is now dead, and I miss that cat because I borrowed his cat, and he treated that thing. He's like, here goes the cat's litter box. Here goes the cat food. The cat already ate. The cat came in my house in less than 40 minutes. It caught the mouse, and it was playing with it because it was full. It was playing with this damn mouse. I felt bad for the mouse. I picked him up. I was like, man, I'm so sorry, man. I put the mouse in the jar, and I was like, man, I'm so sorry. And I, I was like, man, this is fucked up what I did to you. But... This dog is not doing anything for me. He's not doing freezing security. I have an alarm system. <laughs> yeah, but your alarm system isn't getting used because you got a dog squatting on your front porch. No, on my back porch. So really, the dog really ain't doing shit now. It's just on my back porch. What the hell is it even barking at? I don't know what it's barking at. Another dog? I don't know, but I'm tired of this damn animal. <laughs> Yo, you should, I um... love dogs. I do I too, man. Dogs. I'm tired of them. I can't do this anymore. I'm sick and tired. I want it to go. Yeah, yeah. It's different when it's your dog and it's just some random dog. You just like, especially during the wintertime. I'm pretty sure if somebody wants a dog and this dog needs a nice home, like you know, you know, maybe like, cause for me personally, like I'm not in the position to have a dog, which is why I don't have a dog, cause I wouldn't be able to take care of a dog the way that I feel a dog needs to be taken care of. So I just don't have a dog. So, like, yep. if a dog started squatting on my house in the situation that I'm in right now, like, yeah, I'd be a little like, yo, somebody come get this dog. Like, this does, uh, this dog deserves more than squatting on my back porch barking at random shit. Yeah, this dog needs a love and a home. It's something I'm not going to get it because you're not coming to my house during the time. Nah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of this dog. <laughs> if anybody's listening to this podcast, if you want a dog, I will catch the dog for you myself, and then you can have it. Uh, you can contact the nose on Discord. Look for the user called the nose. Yeah, you can have this dog free and, of charge. Uh, yeah, slide if in. You live in the DMs. state of Indiana. If you live in the state of Indiana, you can have this. Heck, if drive down from Canada, Milwaukee, you want to fly from Japan. I don't I don't care where you fly from. If you want this dog, this dog will be ready. I will meet you and you can have this thing. Oh god. <laughs> oh. oh man. Yo, I feel bad for you and the dog. I feel bad for me, not the dog. The dog is eating fine. Wait, I thought you said you didn't feed it. No, I'm not feeding the dog. It's going somewhere else to get food, which is why I don't understand why I would just go there. Weird. Exactly. I'm going to go get a skunk. <laughs> All right, but yo, anyway, uh, thank you guys for listening to our, our first podcast. Um, this is the uh, MN Studios podcast. Number one, one, no, no, number one. Uh, you know, MS Studios podcast pending. I'm sure, like, when we talk about this, uh, when we talk in this way on a podcast, we'll have a specific name for it eventually. But for now, it's just MS Studios presents podcast. 
Yeah, and on top of that, guys, just uh, to add in before we let you go, uh, this is not just for uh, content creators. We'll we will love to have the. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah. the podcast just won't be like this. Sometimes it will it'll be us all playing a game together. Or might we might do a podcast of Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that. Like you know, we're just playing through the whole thing. Uh, like you know, the podcast, like you know, will still be the podcast, but it'll be different things going on. Like, you know, we have different topics and all the other stuff, you know. We'll just see where it goes. We're just evolving. We're, we're growing. Heck, look at me. I'm I'm uh, back in the scene now. I have to apply for this job. I have to apply for a person that knew I could do the job for me to have the job. But you know what? I forgive him. Because, <laughs> he's running, because it's a business. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, I mean, you got, you got, you know, you got to yep. treat something like uh, it's professional for it to be professional. Yep, and it's actually beautiful. There, it's lasted. Is I can tell you one thing: this thing has lasted longer than past things we have done. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, like yeah, we're gonna be approaching this podcast uh, like we try to approach everything. Um, strive to you know master and perfect everything that we do whether it's live or content uh streams podcasts youtube videos whatever it may be we always strive to improve and try new things and test new things um and just play the field but yeah we definitely want to do uh, a lot of different podcasts um i want to do Personally, I want to do some educational podcasts. Uh, I know there's a lot of those on the on our podcast feed already. Um, so if you guys are looking into getting into streaming, uh, there is a lot of educational podcasts that you guys can listen to. Whether you're at work, driving, whatever you're doing, you can listen to those podcasts. Hopefully, they're helpful to you. Um, I know a podcast format probably isn't the best format for educational or tutorials uh, because, you know, in its nature, it's pretty long and it's not directly to the point of what you're trying to learn but if you're just getting into doing streams um and you're just kind of get trying to get a grasp of the whole thing uh you know starting with those uh podcasts our past or previous podcasts would be a really good place to start uh i guarantee you uh if you listen to all of those educational podcasts you will have a much better grasp over streaming in general than you do right now um, but if you're looking for something specific, like how to add an overlay or how to add this command or how to do this, uh, on Lightstream, um, you're probably better off going to look for a YouTube video typing in OBS. How do I switch scenes? Uh, but if you're looking for, you know, general things like how to use OBS, how to use Lightstream, how to use mix it up, but um uh, we cover all of those things in the previous podcast um another thing that we do want to do uh like uh nose mentioned we do want to do like uh we want we don't just want to do content creators on the podcast we want to have viewers we want to have gamers we want to anybody that is a part of the image studios uh community we we would like to have you guys a part um, of the podcast, I will put a uh, link to the podcast application, which is a Google form. Uh, you can go to the Google form link and fill out the application. And then anybody that fills out the application will eventually get in the podcast. You know, um, 
there's only a couple things that we really, you know, will deny you for. Like, um, uh, due to the nature of podcast, I we probably won't ever allow anybody on a podcast that's under 18. Yeah. Um, unless like we personally know the parents or the parents have personally contacted us and was like, Hey, look, um, we support our child being on your podcast. Uh, and they actually give us like some kind of permission. But you know, that being said, going through all that, uh, probably isn't very likely. Yeah, and on top of that as well, like, you know, we're not going, we're, it's more so just the language and stuff like that. We're not super vulgar and all, we're not, none of us are like super vulgar and stuff like that. Like, you're not going to hear us, like, you know, talking about IE sect all the time or just being real disgusting and stuff like that. We'll just, we're just keeping it like, you know, you know, just how like you would talk to your, just how you would talk to like your circle and stuff like that. And, you know, we want to keep this going. We just want to keep this going on. Sure, it's 18 plus, but, you know, it's not going to be anything. We're not going to try to poke fun, bully, all the other stuff. Stuff that you don't have to worry about. We're just like your friends. You can talk to us. That's right. how you would talk to a completely rational friend. Is this dog going? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray, yeah, uh, dog Scott. Uh, but, yeah, uh... The only other, the only other thing that I'm worried about uh, for applicants, if you are interested, uh, is mic quality. Um, you know, as much as I would like to accept everyone, no matter how shitty their mic is, there, there is a bar that I want to hold the quality to, uh, and I do feel like Nose probably feels the same way about that. You feel that way about me, but anyway, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it is it is true as well. Uh, like you know, you don't want to have like a mic where it's talking. You can only hear every other word, or you know, uh, you hear everything going on behind them, stuff like that. But like I said, if you have like kids and stuff like that, we understand. Like this, we still love to have you part of the podcast. But just make sure your mic is at least up to a standard. Like, you know, we can hear you or you like, or like, we can't barely hear you and stuff like that. That's what all matters. Like, yeah. you know, just, just the small things. We're not asking you to go buy like a $5,000 microphone. You know, if you have a microphone that's good enough to be that, you know, you can talk to us and we can hear you well. Uh, like, you know, we'll be more, we would love for you to be on a podcast. Which, uh, for example, what, what kind of mic are you using? I got this from GameStop. It is a Turtle Beach mic. Uh, a Turtle Beach, and I have no idea what the Turtle Beach XLR something Turtle Beach. Yeah, it's the mic I'm using. Uh, you remember how much you paid for it? Ooh. You want I paid like 20 bucks. Got it for on the steal. Mic was... I think the mic was like supposed to be like 80 bucks, but it was on a sale, and I think it was even marked down wrong. I got a brand new mic basically for like 20 bucks. I even got my nephew one as well. Let's see. Then he broke it. Mic normally goes for like between, it's between uh, 80 and $100, and I got it for. Let's see. 
And, you know, his, his mic is acceptable. Of course, it could be better. Uh, but if you're a guest, you know, it's it's perfectly fine. Yep. As long as you're not using earbuds. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, that, the, yeah, don't, <laughs> don't be using your iPhone earbuds. That would, yeah. oh God. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that being said, like other things that you guys can look forward to, uh, within MN Studios, uh, it's a very, uh, great community, uh, fast growing community. Um, I love seeing all the different things that we're starting to do. And especially this time of the year, we always tend to pick up. Um, at this time of the year um, so we have a lot of exciting events I know for the rest of this month we'll be watching horror movies um, leading up to Halloween of course yep um, also we're oh, doing no. we might even do a horror stream well they will I won't yeah we probably I mean I probably definitely will uh, especially on Halloween uh, uh, other things that you can look forward to are the um, Every Friday, we're going to try to do uh, an MS Studios Presents stream uh, where all of the stream team members and eventually other members within MS Studios uh, pass the baton or pass the torch onto each other. So, for example, I'll start my stream, uh, stream for two hours, uh, and then I'll pass my stream onto another streamer, uh, sending all of my viewers over. Uh, basically it's scheduled hosting, you know, to put it in the most basic terms, it's scheduled hosting. Uh, but we make it one big show and we kind of, we advertise it and talk about it throughout the entire week and build it up. Um, and I feel like it's a really good way for us to mesh, uh, mesh our community together, you know? So for example, if you come into my stream uh, on a Friday and you're just like, you know what, I'm going to hang out with them in studios all day. By the end of Friday night, you would have have met like probably four different streamers and four different communities that live within Image Studios. Uh, we're a community of communities, and uh, I love that. Like, I love that we have a lot of communities mixed together in one big community because it's just the, it's the perfect way to network in my opinion uh why why segregate your community that's not, that's not gonna help you grow it's not gonna help your friends grow um you're not gonna benefit from segregating your community like a lot of people like to do that uh which i think is a mistake of course uh i'm not saying it's the only way to do things uh, but the reason why I think it's a mistake is because uh, when you segregate your community, it's more difficult for people to join. Um, and even if people do join, they're just joining because they are following other people that are also joining. Uh, and they're not really a part of the community as much as they could be. Uh, whereas if you, you leave your community open um, and you blend your community with other communities that are like-minded of course um you know blend it with uh communities that you know uh that you get along with yourself so for example you come into Edmund studios with your community uh and you know that your community is going to meet my community i know that my community is going to meet your community and 
they're also going to meet uh, Cybergenic Men's community. They're going to meet Jay Castro Will's community. They're going to meet Cyber Cheetah's community. They're going to meet uh, Love Fair's community. They're going to meet uh, everybody. Unknown's community. It's just so many communities of great people within MN Studios. And um, it's awesome because I get to see all of us grow at the same pace. There's not a single one of us that is outgrowing the other. And uh, we're always very supportive of one another. And I want to keep MN Studios like that for as long as I possibly can. Like, uh, like I, I tell the stream team um, when, they, when they join the team, uh, it's I would much rather rise to the top with an army behind me than rise to the top by myself like what's the point in me being at the top by myself when I could have an entire army or empire behind me or right next to me uh, that just seems much more enjoyable to me uh, so that's the vision that I've always had for him in studios is to rise and bring as many people up with me as I possibly can Anything else you want to say in closing? And for me, I'm big on co-op games. I love co-op games, and I love to play together. For instance, I still have yet to finish Gears of War 4, because I would like to finish Gears of War 5. Also, uh, a thing that I would like to do as well, even with a community project, go through... Well, I'll leave that alone, because there are a lot of big things coming out next year, so we'll just talk more about it, because I would like for... Not only us as the uh, admin and content creators, but we also like the community to be involved and help us with the projects as well. Uh, so yeah, so just know if I said, hey, uh, going through Borderlands, hop in the game with me. Like, you know, I'll be open up to that uh, because, you know, different people play different things and some of you guys are just like me, just looking for somebody to play co-op with. <laughs> Uh, yeah, with that being said, we do have a channel specifically for that called Looking for Groups. No one really has an Xbox. Uh, you'd be surprised how many people have an Xbox in this community. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's strongly, strongly based around Mixer Roots, which yeah. means majority of these people have an Xbox. The PC Master Race and PS4 Master Race. But yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, no, that's all. So, like I said, we're always like you join us. You you will find our when you look on Discord, you find all our info, uh of our uh, gamer tags and where we're playing there. Because, like I said, like up to the public, like you know, you can find it. Like you know, you'll find us on there. So, if we're available or anything like that, you may just hit it up. But I'll give you just a heads up. If you see, if you ever see me on there. Sometimes it's not me. Sometimes it's my son and my nephew. Wow. <laughs> so if I don't respond, that's the reason why. If you ever see me play any sports game, it's definitely not me. 100%. Or any Minecraft or stuff like that, not me. I, there's certain games I play. But like mm -hmm. I said, uh, this has been great. This podcast went a lot better than what we thought it was. We thought it was going to be a lot of dead silence or... You know, we're trying to find topics, but it's great. But it'll be, you know, it'll be a lot better over time as we grow and stuff. So thank you guys for coming out. I know we said this last time, but really, this is the last thank you. Like, you know, we appreciate you guys coming out. Thank you for your support and your future support as well. Uh, join the uh, Elman community, and uh, we'll see you guys next time.
Peace. Dose.